All right. So I don't know how do you, how do you guys usually start this? <laughs> do we have an intro? Um, what is our podcast name again? What's <laughs> what's going on with Eddie and Diego? <laughs> is today um like the 17th or 18th 18th right 18th yeah july know. 18th huh. yeah <laughs> july 18th <laughs> yeah wow welcome back welcome back yeah it's been like when you think about it when you say like oh yeah i was doing stuff in march and then you hear that now it's july 18th it feels like a lifetime ago <laughs> It does. Like anything you were doing at the Absolutely. beginning of the year was so long ago. Kobe died five years ago. It's like one hundred percent. Like that's can you even believe that happened that uh-huh. year? I guess that's speaking of death, it's just rest in peace, John Lewis. Totally, yeah. You hear about that? Yeah, I was listening to a little on NPR this morning. Yeah, me too actually. What oh, the heck we're old men. adults. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, crazy. The great and powerful John Lewis died um, last night. Was or, it? Yeah. Or this morning to. Um, he had cancer. Yeah, to cancer. And I think he's really one of the last. Um, like OG influential, civil rights. Yeah, people. influential figures from the civil rights movement. Yeah. So Sad day, but. He's I mean, a cool guy. He was a great and powerful guy. Lived a great and powerful life. Rest in peace. And I know even when Obama got elected, that was something that he didn't think was possible yeah. at all. So regardless of if it seems like it or not, we are making strides, generally. <laughs> yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg also has cancer. Did you yeah. see that? She's been in the hospital. That one... That's scary. It's... Yeah, she's been fighting cancer for several years i think just yeah various forms of it it's like just hold out till november honey <laughs> oh even more than that hold out yeah. till january it's true 26th yeah. or something like that god that's that i mean crazy. if there wasn't enough writing on this election it's like geez yeah it's a scary reminder that another i think she has every intention to hold off um, i would hope so <laughs> i wonder if like because they say the patients that do the best, you know, really have like a good support system, a family, or they have they have a reason for li- to live. Sure. When it comes to fighting cancer. Yeah. It's it's the patients that really don't have like a. The a, will. Yeah, the will or a great support system. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's been like a driving factor. Like fuck Trump. <laughs> yeah, I'm I gonna live. She, I wonder if she has that like crazy OG needs me America needs me strength like, yeah. I think she does how old is she? Cause she's, she's old yeah. I, I remember <laughs> I had a professor or not even a professor a high school teacher mm-hmm. um, and he was a US history teacher and he always was, used to refer to Ruth, Gator, uh, Ruth Ginsburg as um, Yoda <laughs> nice <laughs> just the oldest one there, just this tiny old lady. She is. Who's a little badass, and then. Yeah. But she's just there and keeps chugging along. And there was, I Making think, it moves. was criticism of her, 
for not leaving before Trump. Oh, so that office. Obama could. Yeah, right. put in another Democrat person. It's weird how like that's how political it is. It's like. Yeah, totally. It's a strange job because it's it's the one job in the United States that once appointed you can never be fired from really, <laughs> like, or it's never happened. And you serve for life. Yeah, you serve for life. That's so weird. It's so strange. And and they meet for like what? I have two no months idea. out of the year or something like that. They make like they roll on eight cases. Wow, you're getting torn up over yeah, there. Yeah, there's some mosquitoes over here. If you don't know, um, we're doing our podcast outside. You obviously don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Scary so, things. Second wave is here already. Of, of COVID? Of COVID. Yeah, I Pretty know. Pretty much. It's, yeah. That's I thought kinda, I had uh, COVID it's so, it's so infuriating because it's... <laughs> If we were to just, like, it's just, like, going back to, like, childhood things of, like, even, like, procrastination in school. I feel like it's just all Americans do this. Where it's, like, we don't do anything until it's, like, the very end. Past the due date. I know. (laughs) And that's how how COVID has been, at least with our president. Well, he's not even reacting to it. He doesn't even act like it exists, really. Yeah. Um... But yeah, if we would have just been doing what we should have been doing, like six weeks, really yeah. shut everything down, we would have been in way better shape. We, yeah, we'd be in a good spot, but of course not. I thought I had COVID last last week. Really? I don't know. One day, I lifted weights, I went for a run, and played soccer. So I worked out three different times, all in very hot weather. And running and soccer was in the sun. <laughs> and then playing soccer, towards the end, I was like, man, I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. And I did. I was really run down, <laughs> just tired, sniffles, just didn't feel good. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this could be it. <laughs> so I was pretty, I Meanwhile, was a little scared. you ran, like, across uh, the entire North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. But it's every time you, I mean, even when you just feel more tired than usual. Hey, I would, I would agree it is concerning. Yeah, you're like, uh-oh. Um, cause it's unlike you, well, I don't know. I have been lifting weights, but I haven't been doing really cardio heavy things. Mm-hmm. This past week has been tough on my allergies. Has there's, it? Yeah. It's been like earlier in the week, I think, but like there's been two days where one day I was like even coughing and my dad was coughing and he gets tested regular. He doesn't have COVID. He's like, it's oh, just yeah, the allergies. You got a mosquito right on your right temple. Ah, good call. Man. <laughs> These mosquitoes are vicious yeah, out here in North Carolina. <laughs> Bias studio. <clears throat> you can hear it. But, yeah, yeah so <laughs> he gets tested regularly, and he, he interacts with COVID loosely. Um, so whatever he's been doing has been preventing it, and he kind of understands how the d- disease spreads Yeah, from actual experience. Um, but, yeah, he's just like, it's just allergies. Like, stop being paranoid. That's good to hear, because yeah. I feel like I've had <laughs> worse allergies this past few days. Yeah. Week. I, I guess it's just been tougher for everybody, I yeah. suppose. Because, man, I was I was like, what the heck? Do I really have this? That's so annoying. Right before starting a job or yeah. whatever. It's like, well, then it can be virtual. Like, Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> Not yeah. making that drive. 
<laughs> That'd be funny. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting hearing my my dad's perspective on it because it's like there was there was thoughts that it's like really airborne. Yeah. And it seems like it's mostly just like droplet based, right? Off of like spit and yeah. that sort of contact. If it was airborne, we'd all be screwed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like it'd be even worse. But because like even in his facilities, just like the CDC guidelines, wearing a mask blocks so much. It slows yeah. the spread like so much. I'm like, not even fearful. Well, I'm not really fearful at all. But like even just talking to even if it's just a stranger as long as it's not a lot of people in one area i'm not really that concerned it's the big group gatherings yeah it's like it's the rallies did you see (laughs) god did you see the white house rally the other day Uh uh-uh um so uh, president trump can't really hold rallies because nobody wants to hold like a convention shoulder to shoulder right now because everything's (laughs) spiking deaths cases and hospitalizations but um so he held some sort of press conference that turned into a rally at the white house on the lawn what yeah and he had it was him speaking and then on the left and right of him there were two trucks with trump banners on the trucks Uh and then there was a crane putting weights into the back of the trucks and it looked like a ford commercial or something what yeah i like i couldn't believe it was real like the the crane had a trump banner on it and it was like what is going on like 1950s like it was like it was so strange that's weird yeah i mean it was just like it it just couldn't believe it was real yeah well that's the normal now i know i just what a joke have you seen georgia how the governor oh yeah he banned mask or banned yeah what's the word yeah ban did he the ban regulation mask? of mask. He banned the regulation yeah he's encouraging he's not enforcing it to use mask but he banned the regulation of mask which i don't know it's at this point in time it's not the right move to do Florida's also like that, just stupid. Yeah, they don't even have a mask. Reg- uh, What's the guy's name? Regulation. De, De Santos. De Santos. That's or something. Correct. It's crazy. Those guys are scary. It is very scary. It's just a complete disregard for their population's life. It seems like. I don't know. In my opinion, it just. The movement should have been so easy. The transition <laughs> to being like, hey, this is what we got to do. We got to weather this storm. And I don't know how long we're going to weather it, but we got we to gotta stick together in this yeah. one. And then, I don't know. I think it's hard because America is so big. Well, you know, it's a huge country. It's a huge country, but at the same time, like, our numbers compared to the entire Wow, we were getting eaten up alive out here. We are. Uh, our our numbers compared to just like standard, uh, ju- just to Europe. Mm-hmm. I mean, we blow them out of the water. Yeah. You want to relocate? Yeah, we may All as right, well. Let's take a pause. Real we're quick. gonna pause. We're back, relocated. Yep. Away from the mosquito storm that was where we were sitting. Man, I got eaten up a bunch of times actually. Yeah, my legs are kind of itchy. 
Uh, mosquito. Okay, I saw this thing on Amazon. I don't know if it works or not. Yeah. But it looks like, um, what's the word? A needle or one of those extractors. Like a syringe? Syringe, yeah. That's yeah. the word. And then you put it up against your mosquito bite or whatever. And it, it Ew, and you suck it out? Yeah, you suck it out. Well, it's, uh, not, even, it's not a needle, though. It's more like... Uh, like suction? Yeah, it's just suction. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, but apparently it works to, like, make it not itchy anymore. Huh. It's like five bucks on Amazon. Yeah. I want to. I want somebody to test that out <laughs> before I buy it. I don't want this, like, r- random thing laying around in my house. Yeah. Um, in our lives, we recently signed a lease. We did. It's we exciting. did sign a lease. It's an interesting place. It's humble, I'd Very say. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the place where we'll be living doesn't have a dryer. No. Doesn't have a dishwasher. They have a washer hookup. They do have a washer hookup, so we'll install something there. Um, and you can just air dry, you know, out, outside. Yeah, and just generally it's a pretty small place. Which is funny because the name of the complex is Country Club Homes. Yeah, it is Country Club Homes. You think Homes. it's really bougie. It's so strange. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's such a weird location. I, I keep looking at it and I'm like, am I just nuts? Am I crazy? Why did we do this? <laughs> we signed a place that was so much cheaper and, like, I guess it doesn't have these amenities. Um, but, like, how does this place exist? How? Yeah, it's weird. Because um, I look at the crime map even, and then there's this pocket of white in the middle of Raleigh. And that's where Country Club Homes is. Is white good? White is like low crime. Right. Dark pigmentation is high crime. Right. And I look to where we lived previously at the boathouse. <laughs> and it's like, it's Straight just the darkest black. color to be. <laughs> it's like, it's how is this area that also has this very cheap rent, yeah. cheaper than anything else, have such low crime? Boathouse was cheap. Yeah. I mean, Boathouse was cheap for sure. Also, the house next to it—that was so stupid. Yeah, same price, same for three price. bed. One I'm surprised it was bath. a three bedroom. Yeah, our neighbors, yeah. who we only saw two of. Yes. Apparently, it was a three bedroom. Diego saw one of them. Nope. <laughs> Never mind. Nope. I saw one of them with their dog. <laughs> it was strange though. We didn't have any interactions with them. Yeah. It was weird that living in that type of area. I don't know why it was strange. It was well, it was weird because our street was like gentrified. Yeah. But as soon as you leave our street and you cross the next road over. Yeah. It was it was not gentrified. Not gentrified. It's it's strange. It's a weird it's such such a weird location. Yeah how that can be I don't considering know. how close to downtown it was yeah I can yeah I guess I guess the history of Raleigh it was the roughest part of Raleigh yeah and I guess it still is probably but um it was a good location though all things considered I yeah think. I mean I didn't have any issues I think as a male not a bad location <laughs> Yeah. As a female, though, like, I wouldn't want to run if I was a female in that neighborhood. Yeah. it's There's different things. And I, I was talking to my mom about this because my mom, <clears throat> she grew up in, you know, real ghetto in the Chicago rough parts. And there, I mean, 
she's been mugged so many times. She's had guns <laughs> pointed at her so many times. It's like it's like real rough stuff. <laughs> Nothing that we can even relate to. Um, and I was like, do you think if somebody tried to mug you and you were running, that they would actually stop you if you just kept running? Right. Like if you just like pretended you didn't even hear them or it's something. Like what? Yeah, you just, you just kept running. You just didn't stop. And she said, I mean, probably not. It's just that if they like wave you down and you stop, then they point a gun at you. It's like so you're the idiot. Yeah, it's just don't <laughs> stop. And I always, a, a little part of me always thought that on my runs, like when I went on the the longer, ish six mile run. Yeah. Where I ran to campus and back, um, I was always in the back of my mind. I was like, I gotta have enough energy to run to through, outrun someone. To, yeah, to outrun <laughs> this last bit. Before I, I make it home, too, yeah. <laughs> um, Which sucks because the end, you're the most tired. Yeah, I know, but I guess that that mindset kind of fueled some energy to come out of nowhere. It's true. Um, I I I always felt safe around Bojangles and Cookout, just because there's a lot of people around there. Yeah. But the stretch, like from the Cookout back to our house, it's like, all right, let's get <laughs> through this. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird time because we used yeah. to walk that. I mean. It's really not that bad. If you don't bother anybody and you... No, it's not bad at you all. You got it. Yeah. But at the same time, I guess you are like one gun pull away from... I guess. I never changing had your any... Perspective. But I never, I never felt that way. And it Charles could be Charles was our only yeah. dude that regularly interacted with us. But Charles was a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he was a nice guy. It's just... I don't know. I, I'm hesitant to say that like the rough parts of raleigh are even comparable to rough parts of real cities like real big real cities, cities real I, big cities take it easy i uh, i know yeah there's nowhere in raleigh i mean maybe this isn't true but there's not really anywhere in raleigh where i would like start sprinting out of there if i if i yeah. just happen to find myself there even that one street near us like i'd want to get out of there Especially if it was at night, but whatever. You can run through. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. There's no huge areas that are all like that. Yeah, it's not just whole neighborhoods taken over of just being rough. My mom would tell me that, like, in Chicago, there's this this Section 8 housing. It was called uh, Caprini Greens. Caprini Greens. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. But basically, it was like, it was like this complex of, like, four or five towers like multiple stories high right um and i guess back then chicago's thought process was keep everything else pristine put all the low income in this one area right and so that was all you know government housing stuff yeah and while there are great families that need government housing or government assistance Mm -hmm. it's just that the bad the bad eggs pollute everything else (laughs) the you know and so that that area was so bad that not even police would go there. Hmm. And if they did have to go there, they would show up in full like riot gear and like Jesus, like, full on protection. Yeah, because that is where all the crime happened. And that's where your mom grew up. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> my mom didn't grow up there, but her school was right across the street. <laughs> like actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice yeah she said she went there only once yeah and it was because her friend went there or her Mm -hmm. friend lived there right and she forgot her notebook and she was scared to go back by herself right 
So. Oh God, that's yeah. crazy. And she said, I mean, she said it was the worst experience. She would get like, like on uh, close to Halloween and everything. Um, people would just like throw eggs and flower bags and all this stuff out at like just like civilians and what? Yeah, and she would like get chased all the time. Oh my just God. go like leaving her bus to go to school like just yeah. like that short distance because it was just right there. Just chaos all the time. I can't even imagine. I mean, if you met my mom now, she's like pretty nice, but like <laughs> she got like suspended for like fighting, <laughs> like stabbing a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> like fighting in high school and she went to a school where the graduation rate was like less than 30 percent or something like that or maybe no she said less than 30 people oh wow and the class started with like 500 or something like that oh my god can you believe that that's crazy good for her yeah so when i well she didn't even graduate so (laughs) she went she got her ged later okay well she made it to the suburbs yeah she made it to the suburbs (laughs) that's like how do you start out that way? I know. What a weird outlook on And that. not end up in the music industry if you <laughs> That's... <laughs> I'm playing. Yeah, but, like, it's just... It's nuts. I just... I can't even imagine that that sort of life exists. No, Raleigh is so genteel. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, it has one of the highest quality of lives. Yeah, that always blows my mind. Not that... I don't love Raleigh and have a high quality life here, but like Raleigh, I feel like, like things could be better. And yeah. then, but also like things aren't really that bad at all. No, <laughs> so uh, uh-uh. it's cheap to live here. Yeah, relatively. that's the best part. I mean, our rent is our rent is stupid cheap. Yeah, it seems like. I mean, there aren't a lot of amenities, but for that location, I mean, yeah, bare necessities. Yeah. I would say it's even a good more deal. than the bare necessities, but it's a great location. I wonder how I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Because I've never lived without a dryer. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you? Well, no. I, I think we've always had a dryer. We mostly, we air dryer clothes when we can, though. Really? Yeah. Just on the back deck. Interesting. So that's pretty normal. But I, that will be annoying. It'll sure. be interesting. I saw this, there's this couple products that people sell and it's like they're mounts on your wall so you it's like it looks like a little box and you just mount it on your wall and it has two little strings that you pull out yeah and so you can pull them out and hook them across oh, nice. on the other side of the room so you have like clothes <laughs> like an inside. email for your clothes. yeah for your clothes that's funny i think i might buy one for my room then yeah a couple bucks well our location is really good because there's no one behind us it's true so we can probably set up some stuff back there yeah i'm worried about like I don't know, like, because we'll be living there in the winter months. Yeah. Or coming up. That's true. That's what I'm worried about is, like, does air drying even work outside in the cold? No, we, Probably don't, takes we don't really. hours. Yeah. You need the sun. Yeah. So what I heard is that if you just have a dehumidifier, that alone dries your clothes so quickly. So if you just, like, hang them up inside and then use a dehumidifier... Uh-huh. And, what and do you that's know? nice to have anyways. Yeah. What do you know? My parents have a dehumidifier oh that my God. doesn't get used because <laughs> they installed one like somehow into the HVAC unit. So we have this machine. Nice. I'll probably bring it. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting because the only living space is the living room, really. Yeah. And I mean the kitchen. I'm the- glad the kitchen and the dining room are not separated by a wall. 
Yeah. I like just the openness. Yeah, the kitchen table thing. Yeah. I like it too. Uh yeah, it is a small living space, living situation, but it's really like it's only seven months too. Yeah, it's not much different because it's not like like when we went back to the boathouse. It's not like we've really hung out anywhere else. It's true. It was just the living <laughs> it's room. just the bedrooms or the living room. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the same. I'm hesitant right now. I'm hesitant to say we need more. Um, but then when we move there and I hate you in two weeks, yeah, probably less, probably like one day, <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll have to start building an extension to exactly. the apartment. <laughs> Construction starts. <laughs> Immediately. What would they say if you just started like you start adding, on, adding on to the building? <laughs> I'm, well, they said like you can repaint if you want to. You can... Yeah, gardens in in your gardens are crazy there. I think they're what they're trying to do is like cultivate some sort of like community in which people consider these places their homes, these apartments their homes, because it seems like people are living there for years. Yeah, um, because they have like established gardens and and all this, all these things that you wouldn't see at a normal like apartment townhome type complex. I wonder because at the end of the seven months they're renovating, right? That's why. So are we at, are we the start of the renovations or the end of the renovations? I would think the end. But the others don't look renovated. I I was trying to do the math financially. Mm-hmm. What a nerd. <laughs> I was like, is it beneficial for them to do all the renovations at the exact same time? Or are they no. doing like one building at a time? Yeah, it's got well, but I mean, the they way- can't they can't kick people out, right? Yeah, so they have to like. I'm assuming this was like a two year plan where they said, where they said, hey, if you're resigning for another year, you can really only resign for seven months or something like that. Right. So everyone's leaving at the exact same time. But it makes me feel like they're doing the entire complex or something at the exact same time, because multiple buildings, uh, their lease term ends at the exact same date. Mm-hmm. And so my guess is they're renovating, probably adding washer-dryer hookups, maybe even a dishwasher, mm-hmm. and then charging way more money. Yeah. And so that cost opportunity of doing it all at the same time and getting more money sooner for each place right. is probably more beneficial financially. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like there's like three people that work there. There's a the person that owns it. There's the lady we talked to, Danielle. And yeah. then, like, a groundskeeper. <laughs> that's yeah. it. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I I don't know. We'll see how this place goes. I agree. The At the same time, thing. you get what you pay for. So this could really go to bite us in the butt. <laughs> but then Diego's buying a house afterwards. I know. Then I'm buying a house. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. How did that thought pop in your head? It's... I can save a ton of money. Yeah. There's so many ways I could do this. Because mm-hmm. I, could, I could go in and I could be like, hey, let's max out my retirement account. And so just put enough money to max out my retirement account, which is I have a Roth IRA. So legally, you can only put $6,000 in a year. But you don't pay taxes on that. Yeah, you don't pay taxes on all the earnings. Right. So I'm like, maybe I should do that. Or maybe I should just pay off my student loans, which are – I'm in a – yeah, I'm in. I'm fifteen thousand in debt. That's mm-hmm. that's what my student loans are, mm-hmm. which is probably fairly average. I think it's even even low. Yeah, I think it's lower all things than, considered. than average. Yeah, all things considered. Um, so I could pay those off really quickly, 
and then save for a house. Or I could just, like, do minimums and then put yeah. everything in savings and try to come up with some sort of savings to put a down payment on a house. Right. And then I could do that. But it doesn't seem like I can save enough money. It's, it'll be close. It'll be close <laughs> if I can save enough money to put a down payment on a house yeah. in seven months. Right. Virtually starting from 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 nothing. I don't know. You're we'll in see. the you're in the right living situation to do that. That's for sure. Yeah, I do have things in place. It's interesting. It's it's almost like a challenge. <laughs> Can I buy a house in seven months? That's all it becomes to me. That's all it becomes. I don't like. I'm not interested in spending more money. Yeah. As I make salary or whatever. Right. Or make that transition in my life. I feel like. That's going to change after you get your first paycheck. You think so? Wow. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Hot tub? Yes. Tesla's on its way. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's interesting, that financial creep or whatever, where all of a sudden you're like cost of living because you just want to spend more money all the time. It just goes up, yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of it. Well, that's that's how rich people make their money. They just don't spend anything. Yeah. At least when they're starting out. Yeah, I always I always go back to this picture, and it's like, it's this picture of like this poor person with all these chains and like fancy chains and fancy suit uh, shoes and all this stuff, and he's like actually really poor, but he has all this nice clothes, like right. designer stuff, and then it's like this like generic ass looking dude who's wearing like same clothes for ten years, and he's the one who's actually the millionaire. Right. So long story short, I want to be the guy with all the fancy clothes. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And then move back to Chicago. Dude. Oh, man. Oh, God. Is it expensive to live there? Yes. It's so expensive to live there. But, oh. I got to end up there. There's no way. Yeah. At least for like a certain part of my life. Yeah. You just buy, uh, save up, and then buy whatever. Buy the projects in Chicago. I know. I should buy. I should buy in the entire city. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I think about wealth building because, like, some wealth is something that's always been on my mind since, like, early childhood. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because, like, when I was growing up, believe it or not, like, I remember my parents on food stamps. Like, we were, like, we were poor, poor, real, mm-hmm. real poor. Yeah. It was grilled cheeses, like, literally five days a week. Yeah. Um, so when, like, you saw my house, actually, the other day. I did. And I it's like, like, wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, like, I like go back there. And, and one, it's not the same house I remember, because it's, like, so much stuff is just, like, renovated. It's, like, mm-hmm. the floors are, like, what the? Because you hadn't lived there for four or five years until yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it was a nice house to begin with. And yeah. then, and now it's, like, they just, like, upgraded everything. Right. It's, like, what is going on? Right. We're rich now. That's, <laughs> yeah. At least my family's rich now. I'm not rich. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so money's been on my mind, like, from a very early age. And I've thought about investing. <laughs> I think I started investing in stocks when I was, like, 12. Nice. Or something. Yeah. And, like... Capri Sun stock yeah, and yeah, just yeah, yeah just buying things. Yeah. <laughs> but then I don't know. I feel like I know so much about wealth building that if I just actually implemented it <laughs> I could be super, super rich. 
by the you know by the time I come to retirement age. Yeah. And so then I think about what should I do with that money? Because like I don't need that much money. I'm <laughs> hopefully my cost of living doesn't go more than like fifty grand with a family or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think a house is the well. A house is a good way to go. But I, I don't. I mean, would you want like you'd want like a standalone house? Oh yeah, eventually. you wouldn't want a condo or. Yeah, I think I would want a standalone house, but I don't think. To me, that's just a step along the way. That's not even close to the end goal. Okay. The end think, goal is 100 acres in Nebraska or something. Yeah, I'm buying a whole state. That's yeah. the end goal. No, I think the end goal is just having so much money <laughs> because of the power that comes with it. And I don't say that to being, like, narcissistic or, or whatever. It sounds right, whatever like, you say. It sounds concerning when I say it that way. <laughs> But I feel like the philanthropy, I guess, that I could do, I don't know. It just, whenever I think of, like, Chicago, and I see, like, you know, south side of Chicago is the worst part, probably one of the worst places in the United States, and it's been that way for 50 years or 40 years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why doesn't anybody... Should run for office. ...do anything? See, that's the thing. I don't want to run for office. Right. I just want to have enough money to have that sort of influence. To be a lobbyist or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Not even a lobbyist. I just, like, just a political figure who doesn't run for office, who, like, organizes people together and can fund these great projects. Like a crime boss. Sure. Al yeah. Capone or something. Not a crime boss. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be crazy. I don't know. I always feel that I can make a ginormous change because I can reach a very high level of success. Right. It's, it's a, a, it's a, good it's a goal. weird, like, mental process. Yeah. I feel like I can reach a super high level of success. Yeah. Hopefully I can just think it into existence. Yeah. But, and I can do that to just help a community somehow. Yeah. That's how I think. It's just baby steps. Yeah. I feel like I can outreach what I need for myself to help others. I guess that's the main goal. Right. Well, that's better than a lot of other goals with having <laughs> yeah. a lot of money. You know? Yeah. But I feel like I should be obligated to make the absolute most that I can. Of course, that's after you, you know, buy a couple of yachts and, and houses. and Absolutely. And then you start helping people. But of course. you got to live a little first. Yeah, I need to be on my deathbed. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you give it all away. Yeah, so I I don't exactly know how I can go about implementing something of that nature, like a a sort of lifestyle or a, a vision. I think you just. But I feel like I should strive for the absolute most success that I can reach. Yeah, assuming the world kind of stays put together. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess one could argue that it's even more important if the world doesn't stay put together. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Do you ever think about making that sort of change? Like positive impact on other people? Like a legacy of change. That's Yeah, but I don't know how I'd go about doing it. Yeah, I don't know if I think about that all that much. Maybe amongst like like my peers and my friends. But not like I everyone needs to know my name cuz I yeah. You know, donated to like fund a hospital or something. I don't know. I don't think about that that much. 
Yeah. It's it's weird. I don't know. I guess I just get upset with politics, and I'm like, I feel like I could do a better job. Well, it's just the money involved. That's the thing. It's like people just get blinded by their own greed. It's a dangerous line. I mean, even on the left, too. I mean, you see the right wing kind of in the pocket of NRA. And yeah. That kind of thing, but I mean, it happens both sides, and that's the left why is like big pharma, and you know, yeah. I mean, insurance. that's why that's why people like AOC are so important because AOC went from being. Isn't she from? She's not from Chicago, is she? No, she's from New York, right? The Bronx, yeah. And she went from being a bartender, yeah, to literally being a representative. That's crazy. Through a grassroots campaign in which they accepted no um, packed money. Right. It's like Bernie. And that's why that's important because she's a free thinker. Yeah. And when money's involved, you're not a free thinker anymore. If people are funding certain visions, you're not a free thinker anymore. Well, then that goes against your plan, you know? Well, I plan on making my own money. I right, don't, right, I don't right. need other people's no, money. No, but then if you <laughs> donate it to... You know, whatever politics, and then you're just as bad as. Am I though? As all the others. <laughs> yeah, I'm donating money to to build parks. <laughs> That's a bad guy. I don't. What know. an evil man. <laughs> I guess yeah. You can't just like you can't throw money at people and say be better. <laughs> you know that's why that's why I don't know how to create this vision. Yeah. But I do. I do want to impact that change. I think you're headed in the right direction. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I think it comes with time, but it's it's a weird, it's a weird thing. You gotta, you gotta figure it out. I guess more importantly, it's like being able to fund people um, that are who should actually make the change, but can't because they don't have the funding or something. Right. Yeah. Putting qualified people. In positions of power, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I I wish I could say how this would happen, but <laughs> we'll see. Forty years from now, hopefully, hopefully that's the the mark I leave. Yeah. But. Well, in other news, <laughs> Red Eye will be happening. Oh. Got an email from Justin. He Congratulations, everybody. He said, like the usual Red Eye email, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm gauging your interest. If you want to come back to Red Eye." Really? He did say, like, it'll probably be mostly graphic design, but we'll probably have some photo video stuff. Nice. But that'll be happening, so that's exciting. We'll see Is how that goes. Is coming back? Yeah, I don't know. Kids are living there, though, so it's, I mean, yeah. Oh, actually, because me and Ross were in Tally the other day for a shoot, and yeah. all of Tally's open now. You can go and study level. in there and... Really? Yeah, because... Mask required? Yes. Well, actually... I don't know. We, I mean, me and Ross were wearing them because we were working. But there were a few people in there that didn't have them. Hmm. But, I mean, a month ago, you could go and tally. You could only go on the bottom floor. But now, the bookstore's open. I think Starbucks is open. All the floors are open. Is there anything in there that, like, is changed sanitation-wise? Yeah, they, they moved tables and stuff. Oh, yeah? Everything's Separated. not close together now. Yeah. Are all the seating areas and all that stuff still existing? Yeah, all the couches on huh. the bottom floor are there. I didn't really see, like, cleaning supplies and stuff. There's plexiglass in front of the help desk. Oh, yeah. And probably all the, like, uh, checkout areas. But it Do you think that stuff stays? Yeah. Forever. Well, There'll no. be plexiglass, 
plexiglass in front of everybody forever. It's not really no, interfering. I mean, it's not interfering, really. No, it's not. One thing about this, the mask wearing thing that I didn't notice is I didn't realize how much you read lips unconsciously when you're talking to someone. Because yeah. I can still hear them pretty well. Yeah. But a lot of times you're like, you just don't really know what they're saying because you can't see their mouth. It's strange. I don't like it. But it, there are new signs here, too. Do you see those signs when we walked in? It's like what does that say? masks required on Centennial Campus. Oh, interesting. So we're breaking the law right now. Well, everyone's breaking the law, apparently. Everyone we've seen. Yeah. They also, all workers, all state, NC State workers have to complete like a COVID training or whatever. Oh, yeah? But it's just PDFs you open. And then no. it's not like a module or whatever. Yeah. It's weird because it's like you don't get that intimacy online of no. like that sort of education or just bonding with your peers i'd say like like the graduating class of civil engineers you know we were we were a tight bunch especially because we we were all in the senior project together and right and so that that was ended shortly yeah that sounds like it sucks that that you couldn't yeah. keep that up yeah I mean, it, that'd be it, so fun it did suck because it was like yeah especially the way the professor ran it it was like hey You've done all the coursework. Like you, we know you. You know things. So let's just work on this together. Let's right. get this job done. And <laughs> go get a beer afterwards. <laughs> yeah, and we we're gonna get a beer afterwards too at the end of the semester. <laughs> That's the crazy part. But it's like, uh, you guys still have to do that eventually. Whenever, I know. Whenever that can happen. I know. But it's like it's like that sort of thing where it's like, man. But eh, it's not safe in the United States. Nah. I can't. <laughs> the way the numbers look, it's like I can't justify. Nah. Can't justify that. I it, don't think the plexiglass stays forever, though. I'm not sure. Maybe another year. To an extent, yeah. it's like it's easier to just leave it up. <laughs> yeah. Do you see ACC sports besides football and basketball are postponed? I wonder why. Do <laughs> you think it has anything to do with money? I doubt Probably it. Probably not. <laughs> I still haven't heard anything from athletics, though, as far as video work goes. Hmm. I guess a lot is still up in the air, and they don't know. But since we work for free, they, I mean, money's not an issue. It's, like, it's true. <laughs> yeah. That's insane that they do that. That's so disappointing. Yeah, it is. But whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that those sports are, are the only ones that are playing. And it's weird to, it's weird to think that, like... And it's also kind of sad. It's like two sports really fund all the other sports in the NCAA. It's like it's literally pretty much just male basketball, men's basketball, and football. And those are the only money-making sports. Everything else pretty much takes a loss. I mean, I wonder, like, Dave Doran makes like $1.4, $1.6 million. Yes. I mean, Kevin Keats makes over a million. Yeah. Like, are they, are their salaries going to go down, you know? I think they're contractually obligated to receive that money. Yeah. For like, it's probably like 1.4 for four years or something like that. Okay. So they have to receive that money. And then, I mean, yeah. But I wonder how much, especially for football. Yeah. How much money comes from 
the television side and how much money comes from ticket sales. You know, because I mean, Carter Finley's a big place. You can fit a lot of people in there, even if they don't stay for the whole game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much. I've never done the math on how much a stadium pulls in money wise. It probably pulls in a ton of money. I mean. But then you got to pay everybody and all that stuff. Yeah, the amount of money that changes hands is interesting. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm not good at is like gauging. How much? How could you be good? I don't know how. I don't know how I could be good at it. But like, how much advertiser revenue money comes in from this many viewers on a TV broadcast? Yeah, it's like those sort of things where it's like I. You could make up any number, and I'd probably say that sounds about right. (laughs) Like I I eighty thousand dollars. Okay, (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like I literally have no idea. They could be making millions of dollars per. TV viewing. Yeah. And I would be like, sure, it makes sense. It sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I suspect it's more money than we think. Yeah. But also, like, sports like football kind of suck because they're so expensive to run. How do you like, mean? Like, head to toe, a footballer with, or with all their gear is, like, thousands of dollars. Right. Yeah, there's a – I mean <laughs> – there is so much that goes into a home football game. So much. It's crazy. Airplanes it's so cool. flying yeah, over. It's so cool to like, look at Explosions going it. off in the tunnel. I mean. A whole marching band. It's, it's like, nuts. It's weird. Because there's so many different sides of it. There's like there's the broadcast side. There's the creative video side. There's security. There's oh, food. Yeah. There's just the student side. Yeah. It is nuts. Yeah. It's, it's, I remember going to my first football game. Because, like, my first football game was in college, going yeah. to, like, Carter-Finley. And I just, I couldn't even, it doesn't seem real when you're actually there. It's like, this thing is, like, this a is big a fucking huge place, place huge production. Huge. Like, so much is going on to make this happen. It's kind of baffling. And, and, and then you lose, and it's like, ah, I know, what was so, all this for? <laughs> yeah, it's so upsetting. But you hear, like, I got a friend from Australia, and he... Oh, Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. He was he was disappointed that he came in the spring semester because he missed a football, football game. Yeah. Cuz apparently you. it's like it's legendary to people outside of the United States like That's so cool. Going to a college football game. Like an ACC football game. That's yeah. an experience, you It's know? huge. Yeah, it's like from the <laughs> the tailgates. Like from the tailgates to the entire game, it's like it's a I, whole experience. But yeah. at the same time, soccer. Soccer's intense. True. I don't think football's rowdy. Soccer. Football's rowdy. That's how I picture football. I didn't realize how great NC State's tailgating is compared to other schools. Yeah, other schools don't have it like we do. No. Like, you go to Carolina to tailgate, it's like one asphalt parking lot. Yeah. And, like, the frats. Yeah. State, it's, it's NC State Fairgrounds. Yeah, it's, it's like huge. this huge area. <laughs> That they just let mayhem ensue. Literally, on. they let it happen. They yeah. That's why I hate to bring this back dark again, but it's like that's why it's so crazy. It's like just because you go to college, you can underage drink and get away with it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like if you don't, and you just get pulled over by like a regular co- or not pulled over, but like arrested <laughs> by a regular cop for doing some sort of drug then you're like seeing prison time things are way worse it's like 
Yeah. Isn't that a crazy thought? That is crazy. I mean, you don't even... You take, like, an online course if you underage drink and... Oftentimes, I feel like police are just like, hey, just... Or they just dump it out. Yeah, they just dump it out and and say, go to bed or whatever. I mean, to be fair, I think that's the right thing to do because you can't can't arrest kids. I agree. (laughs) See, that's the thing. I agree that it's BS for being arrested for doing... For drinking alcohol or whatever. I don't even think underage drinking... I I think that's kind of what happens in the real world, quote-unquote, too. Unless you're being belligerent, violent, or driving... You know, then you'll actually get in some trouble. But if you're just you at a house so? party, underage drinking, they call your parents and get rid of all the alcohol, and you get a citation. At least that's, I mean... I think drugs is the bigger one. I think weed. Yeah. Weed's the bigger one where it's like, weed on campus, you get a warning. Do you really? Yeah. I thought it was... If you're like a first-time offender or whatever. Actually kind of some trouble. No, because like, like if, you're, if you live on, in... North Carolina housing or NC State housing if you do weed and you get busted you get a warning the first time and it's like nothing basically yeah um, you may have to take like a, a class or something right but it's like it doesn't really go on your record at all mm-hmm. um, now if you do it twice I think you get kicked out of housing but you can still go to classes at NC State right but in the real world it's like Dunzo. that's like a misdemeanor or something or Depending how much. Man. Isn't that weird? It's like, Jesus. Is marijuana still a Schedule 1 drug? Yeah, I think so. I was watching... You see this Federally. new documentary. It's like it's called like Drugs or something. Or like the business of drugs. I, I saw know. it. I didn't watch it, though. I, I watch... It's okay. okay. I like the subject matter. I don't love the way they're doing it. But anyways. The first episode's cocaine. And the second episode's like synthetics. And I didn't realize, like, schedule... There's five schedules, and the schedule one is the worst. And the federal government says that in order to be in schedule one, it has to have absolutely no therapeutic value whatsoever. Which doesn't make any sense. One, for weed, but also for, like, MDMA, they were talking about how helpful microdoses... Or not even microdoses, just, like, taking MDMA or ecstasy for, like, PTSD veterans yeah like there's this one dude okay this was fucking crazy so he he was in iraq and he said the base he was at was literally just bombarded every single day with mortars gunfire just it's just constant that'd be a terrible place yeah and so he went home i think he was actually from raleigh because he was like it was christmas eve i was in raleigh and he was just super depressed and he wanted to kill himself he was like he remembered like they're training i guess like if you ever think like this go to a hospital and so he went to a hospital and he said i'm gonna kill myself and he said they gave him like five or six xanax and they said oh god do you have any firearms in the house and he said yes (laughs) and it's like 3 a.m on christmas eve and they said okay give all your guns to your neighbor (laughs) take the xanax and then i don't even know like come back later or something (laughs) and so he went home got a bottle of vodka and tried to kill himself yeah and the gun misfired or something and so he saw that as like a sign but then he started this like mdma therapy where which is just ecstasy i heard it is like a it's like a brain reset almost yeah he said traumatic experiences i mean it's like a because it's it's not a hallucinate it's i I don't know if it's considered a psychedelic but you don't hallucinate really like lsd or other things but you just kind of like it lets you deal with 
all your shit i guess and especially in a therapeutic environment because he had like two people who would just like talk to him like ask him questions like what was it like in iraq or why is it so hard or what just like basic questions yeah but because he was on this drug he just had such an improvement it was crazy but even mdma is a schedule one drug it's yeah it's god there's so many issues there's so many problems it's one i think drugs should just be regulated generally Mm -hmm. because there's just there's a lot if you go back to like the actual history of why some of these laws were put in place like like i think there's literal voice recording i think it was nixon it's all racist yeah it's literally just like put these people in prison who do this drug so they stop starting this political movement or something they stop even clinton with like three strikes yeah it's like it's really not founded on science it's just to keep people in power it's so crazy that things aren't like things get made because that just to help their own political agenda yeah i don't know this whole thing's highlighted a lot of corruption have you heard of spice do you know what spice is it's like synthetic weed no there's oh is that it's not laced weed oh it's not laced weed Uh, okay laced weed can be like it's actually it's marijuana but like could have some pcp on it or something yeah spice is like the people that make it they literally go to the supermarket and they buy like oregano or something okay and they lay it on on a table and they take this spray bottle of chemicals or a chemical i don't know what chemical it's probably it is. how they make like yeah it's probably how they make like the jolly rancher what is that like if you go to i went to a dispensary in california uh-huh and it's not like hey you buy joints here it's like yeah. hey you can buy like jolly ranchers you can buy like brownies you can buy oh right breath spray that's and it has this thc content yeah right is that how they do it i don't think so because i don't think this is is spice like hardcore spice is just uh some synthetic chemical that's not really related to thc i think really yeah it's way worse it's not good don't it's not even it's not like marijuana no it's like huffing glue or something oh i mean not (laughs) i mean that kind of you just shouldn't do it it's not good for you yeah but it's cheaper than weed because it's just this chemical and you just buy herbs at the store and they just spray it on it and this dude he sprays it then he puts it in the microwave to dry it out and then that's it and then he sells it and it's like half the price of weed more or less so bad it's like twenty dollars for an eighth or something but then it's like chemicals and then you're messing just not with something different you. inside your body and it's a way stronger high and oh god drugs are crazy that's the stuff that's concerning it's like ugh, probably shouldn't be doing that yes yeah, I, all do those that. Chemi- I mean even like oxy you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> yeah not even after i mean after surgery sure you, n- you have you had it. surgeries or anything i've never had a really terrible injury you've never gotten wood. prescribed any nope oxy or anything uh-uh i bought it on my own but that's not true (laughs) i think i had percocet yeah yeah what does it what does it do were you actually in a lot of pain afterwards yeah it was i mean it was after acl surgery so i was in a pain and i was i was taking like a percocet once every 12 hours or whatever whatever the prescription was sure and i took it for like five days and it was nice it put away the pain Mm -hmm. um but then and during it, I didn't really feel dependent on it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just I'd regularly take it, whatever whatever the prescription was. And then I went off of it, 
Yeah. And my entire body was like in pain. Really? For like a day or two. Worse than the original pain, you mean? It was like, yeah, everything was achy. Not just like your knee or whatever. Yeah, I think it just made me feel all of my pain. That's but it scary. was like it was like it wasn't just my knee was in pain. I was like I physically felt worse. Jesus Christ. And that was after a week. And I was like, whoa, this stuff is crazy. Like yeah, I, mean, I, oh I knew God. I should get off of it as fast as possible, so that's that's what I tried to do. Because I think I got like a month or more of Percocet. That's insane. Yeah, I know. But I was like, whoa. They like like that whole day, I was like, "Man, I just feel like garbage." Yeah, and not just because of my knee. I like it was like, <laughs> like I just feel terrible. My my dad, when he got his hips replaced, he got I don't know what he got, but some opiate like that. Yeah. He didn't even like doing it. He would take like half a one sometimes when he just couldn't take the pain. Yeah, but he just I don't he didn't really like the way it made him feel. The pain went away, but he wasn't about it. It's uh, it's scary stuff. Yeah. The way everything's regulated is nuts. It's just... I mean, but the craziest part is he had so much left. Oh, like, yeah? Like, just... I mean, it's so much. Oh, yeah. I guess I did, too. It's yeah. like, there's these big pills, and I took a third of my dose. I think I could have got a second dose if I needed. Really? It's like... Probably pretty easily. Yeah, it's, it's so... So dangerous if you... Yeah. If you're not conscious about it. I don't know. It's... What a weird world we live in. Yeah. It just doesn't even seem real. I watched this movie. It's called... Um, what's it called? It's called Palm Springs on Hulu. Okay. Um, and it's like a it's like a Groundhog's Day type movie. Huh. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's with, like you're with an, Bill Murray. Yeah, it's like yeah. an infinite time loop. You're repeating the same day. Right. And... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. But it was cool because it was like it was like this rock or something that uncovered during an earthquake. So he found this rock, and then all of a sudden he was forced to go into this time loop. Okay. And he could share that experience by bringing other people to the rock, but then they but would then be But then they're stuck. in it. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, that's how this pandemic has felt. And like, yeah. I'm experiencing these different things every single day, but the day is the exact same. It's all kind of the same. Wow. It's just hard to believe it's real sometimes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Too much introspection today. (laughs) Yeah, I've been too bad as far as, like, mental health goes. No. Like, it's, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I feel fine, too. It's just a weird... Weird time. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I wonder how this will go in history. I always think about that. But Yeah, that is interesting to think about. Whatever. With that, I think it's probably good to just... That's like almost an hour on the dot. Almost. Good enough. Good enough. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow. Or next week. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs>